Welcome back, Islanders. It's your boy Bombo here on behalf of King and Sweet T, giving you my week four fantasy matchup. That's where I take a look at a fantasy matchup for week four and give you all of the fantasy relevant players and what to expect. And I'm going a little bit off the norm here and going with what some would say is the Sacco Bowl, the stinker of the week, and that is the Broncos at the Bears. I know what you're saying. If you have guys from both these teams, you're probably sick of it. You're done with it. Both teams are looking to get in the win column. Both teams have a lot to prove. Broncos more so because they gave up 70, but both teams coming off embarrassing losses in week three. So let's dive right into our fantasy matchups. Starts at the quarterback position. Two underachieving quarterbacks. One, Russell Wilson. Two, Justin Fields. This is a home game for the Bears. I don't like how dysfunctional the Bears franchise is looking right now all the way from stolen equipment out of the stadium, the feds raiding the place for the defensive coordinators records. I don't know what's going on there. What I do know is fantasy owners are waiting for Justin Fields to do something at his ADP at the position that you drafted him in. You're expecting QB one numbers. I think this is the week that Justin Fields gets right. Like T says, throwing the coconuts out there. I'm laying them all on the line. I think it's do or die. If you're someone that is rostering Justin Fields right now, it's time to look yourself in the mirror and make yourself a deal. If he doesn't do it in this game, you got to cut bait. You have to go with your backup. Your backup, you may just have to cut him so that you don't have to see him wasting away, wasting points. Just cut him. But I think it's, I think it's fair to say you can start him. Justin Fields is waiting for the green light to do what he does, and that is take off running when things collapse. The offensive line for the Bears is not playing up to par. They're not doing what they can to protect him. He's staying in the pocket too long. It makes him look indecisive. It makes it look like the offense is inept. We got to go back to what we did last year. And around this time last year is when Justin Fields decided he's going to show the wheels. If Justin Fields shows the wheels and goes for over 100 yards, literally everyone that is forsaken him and hates his guts in the fantasy world will once again be saying, there's my QB one. There's my thousand yard rusher. If Justin Fields can put up a hundred yards and a touchdown on the ground, I think it's going to give his owner some hope and Justin Fields will be back on the fantasy radar. On the flip side of that, Russell Wilson has been putting up some pretty mediocre numbers. Um, he is no longer that elite quarterback that he was a few years ago making things happen with his feet, airing it out. So now he's more of a streamer, more of a QB2. You probably have Russell Wilson as the backup to somebody that you're really rolling out there week after week. But if you're one of those people that had Aaron Rodgers go down and Russell Wilson was the backup, or you have Justin Fields and you don't trust him and you have Russell Wilson as your backup, you can send him out there with confidence this week. I think Russell Wilson is going to try to get right as much as we give the Broncos shit and as much as they should get it for what they did against the Miami Dolphins. I think Russell Wilson is a competitor and he cannot be satisfied with what his team just did. He's going to put the team on his back and he's going to go out there and perform. You got to remember in week two, Russell Wilson had a top three quarterback finish throwing for 308 yards and three touchdowns against the commanders. So he has an in him. He also has his full array of weapons on the offensive side of the ball, which brings us to our receivers. 
Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Marvin Mims all have the potential to have big games against the Bears. It's a toss-up on who's going to get it done, but if I had to give you an order, I would say Sutton, Judy, Mims in that order just because Sutton is the bigger receiver. Sutton is the bigger target on the goal line. I expect the Broncos to be in Bears territory and threatening the red zone quite often, a little bit more than probably we're used to seeing from the Broncos. If they can get it done and he hones in on a target, it'll probably be Corton Sutton. Jerry Judy in PPR formats probably will have more receptions. I'm going with the touchdown upside here of Cortland Sutton. On the Bears side of the ball, it comes down to one name. That's DJ Moore. DJ Moore has shown, and we have said it on here plenty of times, he is quarterback proof. Caught a touchdown last week in a stinker, like the last play of the game. The week before that, he put up 100 yards on six catches. DJ Moore is giving you flex wide receiver numbers. We're waiting for that wide receiver one, high, high end wide receiver two finish. I don't know if it's happening this game with Sertain following him, but I've seen DJ Moore toast plenty of quality cornerbacks in this league. And if we're going to, if the Bears are going to get right, they're going to get right through the passing game. DJ Moore is a borderline starter. If you have better options, top 20 options on your team, start him over DJ Moore. If you want to go wide receiver in your flex, I don't mind you throwing him in your flex with the dart throw that he will get a touchdown or maybe even a long touchdown, which seems they're not clicking right now in Chicago with the long touchdowns, but the attempts are there. If you want to bank on the attempts and what you've seen potentially from this offense, this may be a game where DJ Moore catches a long touchdown. A deep touchdown turns into double-digit fantasy points on one play. So roll the dice with DJ Moore in your flex position. Outside of DJ Moore, I don't trust any other pass catchers from the Bears. Cole Komet is in there strictly as an extra blocker, sometimes used as a decoy. I think if they can get into the red zone, Cole Komet could be a red zone threat, but that's a wait and see it. Do not start him right now. There's plenty of streaming options out there. For the running back position, Denver is utilizing Javante Williams as the workhorse. They brought in Samaje P. Ryan. He hasn't been doing anything. He has limited touches every week. Javante Williams is a must-start RB2 for this matchup. I expect Javante Williams to get plenty of run, depending on if they have a lead. He also could be used to run out the clock. He's also going to get about four targets out of the backfield. Fire up Javante Williams in your RB2 flex spot. On the Bears side, looks like a legit timeshare between Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert. Both of them split carries last week. I don't know who to go with there. I think both of them are flex options if they get within if they get within the red zone. Khalil Herbert's more of the bruiser and has the touchdown upside where Roshan Johnson uh, can catch passes at the out of the backfield and will get targeted if Justin Fields is asked to be a pocket passer. If Justin Fields has the green light to run, Roshan Johnson will probably not be getting dump offs because running quarterbacks do not dump off. They take off. If you are a Bears running back owner, you're probably waiting to see how this 50-50 split pans out because right now these guys have been splitting carries and it hasn't been leading to wins. I think the Bears coaching staff is waiting to see who's going to scoop up that position and who's going to take a grown man's job when that does happen, whether it be Roshan Johnson or Khalil Herbert. That's when you'll want to be able to start them. Right now, only start them if you have injuries to your running back stable. Put them in as a flex. At the tight end position, like we said earlier, I don't. it's a wash. Both. Both teams have tight ends that are really in there just to block and to get the occasional first down 
if needed. So you're probably asking why we chose this matchup. It's because both teams have something to prove. Both teams have to prove that they are NFL-ready offenses and NFL-ready defenses. I, but for fantasy purposes, we don't care about either one of these teams' defenses. If it's two capable offenses going against bad defenses, that has the potential for big fantasy points. And that's what we're waiting for. And what I'm hoping for, bold prediction, coconuts are out there. This is the Justin Fields blow-up game. Bears still take the loss. But Justin Fields' owners will feel more comfortable rolling him out there as QB1. Like we say, subscribe to the show, like, comment, send us emails, interact. We love to hear from the fans. We love the interaction. We love bringing you fantasy content weekly. Remember, that is Fantasy Island with two eyes. And those two eyes are on the prize. The prize, championship at the end of the year. On behalf of Sweet Tea, R.W. King, I'm Bombo. Hit the music. <laughs>